The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to mybookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it's Thursday night, which can only mean we're talking <laughs> bowl games. I don't have a joke lined up. We're talking bowl games. The third time we're hitting hitting our bowl game predictions. What's going on, Sex Panther? You know, I thought we called this thing quits like a couple weeks ago. We did. <laughs> but uh, we bring it back to do the bowl games, and uh, unlike the regular season, Zebra and I have actually been doing pretty well with these bowl games. Uh, I think we're killing it again today, so maybe we can wrap this thing up in solid fashion, but uh, you, can't even, you can't even KOD this thing to death. We're doing so well. That's it. Zebra, you see how, how serious the teams must be taking the games if you and Panther are nailing it. That's a fact. You know, let's. Why don't we just play the four-team playoff, get rid of the rest of this shit show, and just let Tennessee and Purdue play every other day for the next week? <laughs> that because that was actually enjoyable. Other than the fact that Purdue, about every fourth play, had some defensive player sitting on the field, quote unquote, hurt. Um, that was enjoyable to watch. What do you do in that situation if you're a ref? Uh, there's not much you can do. Um, I mean, you can, you can tell the coach, you think what's going on, but, but I mean, safety is safety. And mm-hmm. if a guy's down, a guy's down, but you can't tell me that wasn't a ploy to slow down Tennessee's offense. Mm. Panther, you concur. Yeah, there was definitely some, uh, some sportsmanship going on, but <laughs> I do want to ask Zebra about that, that very last play though, uh, where they oh, stopped yeah. the momentum and then reached across the, was that a, was that a touchdown or was that uh, – did, did they call it right? That That is – that's a tough one. That, I mean, that's – people are all worked up about the whistle. The whistle – you don't even need a whistle in a football game. The whistle does not kill the play. The play kills itself. So forget about the whistle aspect of it. I've watched it many times. I think he probably got it right, but in that situation, in that game – I'm letting that play go on as long as 
it can go on until he's pushed backwards or a body part other than a hand or foot touches the ground. And I, I'm pro I'm probably calling it a touchdown, but here I am a high school football official and uh, these guys are doing bowl games. So I don't think it really matters what I think. <laughs> you always got to, always got to <laughs> suck up a little bit. You know, if there, if it's anything like the NF or the NBA, the NFL might call up the college guys. So the NBA has like forty percent of the officials route. They called up the G League officials. So oh God. <laughs> these college guys will be in the NFL by this weekend. We, we we we've seen that once. We don't need it again, Zebra. I swear to God. <laughs> All right, let's get to work here, fellas. Let's. I'll pull up the odds so you can see it on your screen. Here we go. Panther, you sent me your list. Looks like the first one is Central Michigan, Washington State. Washington State minus seven. Yeah, you know, Zebra sent his list, and I pretty much concurred with everything he was doing as far as games that we're going to bet on. This was kind of like the add-on to the list. And look, I, I've kind of been ripping the Mac. Uh, two and five in the bowl games so far. They got that big coup of Western Michigan beating Nevada. But outside of that particular game, they've been getting just absolutely obliterated. And, you know, Washington State, I don't think much of the Pac-12, to be honest. But you figure they put up 40 their last game out against Washington, 44 against Arizona. They lost to the Ducks, put up 24, uh, and 34 against Arizona State. Central Michigan, same thing. They've been putting up tons of points their last five games, 38, 42, 54, 37, 31. I just... I'm kind of giving the benefit of the doubt to Washington State for playing slightly better than a max schedule. Uh, so I'm going to lay the seven and put 50 bucks on the Cougars. You know, the the, the max did start out 0-4 after I kind of gave them some props of a, a little conference <laughs> that could. And they've won two straight. Um, Central Michigan was over in Phoenix preparing for the Arizona Bowl when that got canceled, and Washington State's opponent got canceled, so they just, I guess, got on the bus and drove across New Mexico to, to get over there to, to play this game. This is going to be really interesting to see what kind of preparation teams have in, in scouting because these guys weren't supposed to play each other. Um, you know, This game was just put together a few days ago, so it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how it how it turns out um i i can't disagree with you i'd probably take the power conference that's playing well uh team against the mac team but but i'm laying off this one you're on you're on your own yeah i'll lean washington state with you but you're flying solo as well i don't know what to make of this game i don't know how to think about it because you, you feel like central michigan needs a good plan to win this game and zebra pointed it out they how much scouting how much planning could they actually have gotten done in, in such a short amount of time. So I'll lean Washington State here. Yeah, I'm looking at the total here, too. 57 and a half. I just rattled off those numbers. Granted, it's been a month since the, the teams have played, but uh, don't know each other at all. 57 and a half actually seems like a kind of a low number. What do you think, Zebra? I, I, based on what they, these teams have done offensively, yeah, I, I would agree with you. But um, the guys out in the desert, know what they're doing when they put these numbers together. And usually if it looks too good to be true, uh, you're probably going to be biting your fingernails at the end of this one. If you're on the over. <laughs> All right. Yeah, somebody else was today too. I, I, I noticed biting their fingernails on on and over uh, Cincinnati, Alabama. Next up on the list, uh, Bama minus 13 and a half. 
You know, the thing we have been saying about Bama is we feel like this hasn't been their best season. They've looked vulnerable. But honestly, I beat up on the SEC sometimes with their non-conference schedules and the schedules they play. But this is easily by far been the toughest schedule that I've seen Alabama play. The, the entire SEC West came, you know, ready to knock them off their throne and they didn't have to play Georgia until the SEC title game. Then they just ran right over them. Um, you know, the A&M loss, I'm going to beat them up for that. A&M's a good quality team. Alabama is all that almost 500 yards of offense, uh, per game, 42 points per game, giving up 20 per game. Like Alabama, this might be the most unheralded and yet best Crimson Tide team I've seen in, in the 10 years that they've been so dominant or so. Cincinnati comes in as the underdog, 13-0. The best notable win is at Notre Dame. They play the, the, a tougher mid-major schedule, but it's still a mid-major schedule. But, I look, I think – Luke Fickle knows what he's doing. He was with the Buckeyes as a player. He was with the Buckeyes as an assistant. He's been with the Cincinnati program, putting it together, turning down, you know, ahead of time, I guess you would say, bigger programs to stay at Cincinnati, getting ready for dominance in the Big 12 in a few years. I just think they can keep this thing close. Now, if, if Alabama comes in clicking, maybe they roll by 28. But my my intuition says Cincinnati is going to come prepared. They're not going to be overwhelmed by the aura of the Crimson Tide. Um, it, it's a senior-laden program. Ritter has been a quarterback for, what, three or four years with the Bearcats. So uh, he's going to the NFL next year. I, I think this is going to be one hell of a game closer then 13 and a half. So I want the points. I'm taking Cincinnati plus the points for 50 bucks. Wow. Your bankroll sure got big after winning $10 a shot last week. Season's over. I got to throw it all out there. <laughs> I, you know, this, I've, I think I'm one in 36 betting on or against Cincinnati this season. And this is probably a game I shouldn't be on, but obviously the marquee game, I'm going to get on it. The number. 13 and a half. It's about where it opened and it's just sat there, which is baffling to me. Um, I would think that that Joe Public would be all over Alabama in this thing and that this they are Vegas, they, they are. don't want to move the number. And there's a reason for that because Cincinnati is going to keep this game close somehow, some way. I'm not exactly sure how. Alabama, other than their Georgia game, has not really been dominant against anyone i mean they they should have been beaten by auburn if a running back just goes down in the field of play rather than running out of bounds and alabama wouldn't even be in this game they, you know they beat arkansas by a touchdown they narrowly beat lsu they did pound tennessee but tennessee's defense could be you know could give up 30 to a high school team um Alabama, I don't think is the Alabama we've seen before. Maybe they are. Maybe they came out of it in the SEC title game and they're ready to they they they're ready to play now. I just haven't seen it. Cincinnati, I haven't been a believer. It's the little engine that could. I don't like the number. I but I'm gonna go ahead and take the 13 and a half on Cincinnati for a quarter. Well, you guys are still getting 14. So uh, I love that. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll yeah. still be a quarter, but I'll take the 14. All right. 
yeah, I don't know what to make of this. Everything Zebra said is absolutely right. Everyone's betting Bama, it looks like. The money's hammering it. The public's on it. And it just got a little bit smaller. Went from 14 to 13. I'll lean Alabama here, but uh, I'm not going to bet this one. All right, next up, we got the team that wishes they hadn't played Alabama. Georgia is playing Michigan. Georgia minus seven in the hook. Yeah, this is, I think, from uh, a standpoint of what we think of these teams, at least me personally, we're going opposite directions because Georgia was the alpha. They, they were the team to beat all the way up until the SEC title game, giving up nine and a half points for the entire season. That's factoring in the 41 that they gave up to Alabama. The defense had been stalwarts all season long, but I've brought this up a few times. Their schedule really wasn't that great, and Georgia really was never challenged. The first game of the season against a not impressive Clemson team and then got just rolled by Alabama in the SEC title game. Michigan, on the other hand, I mean, look, Khaki Pants Harbaugh has, I think he was on his way out. He had to take a pay cut to keep his job. And I think he might have been another, you know, eight and four season away from going to an NFL job. And then he pulls this 12 and one season. How they lost a little brother is kind of beyond me. But, you know, they, they steamrolled Ohio State killed Iowa. Like we're making a big deal of their offense and what they've done the last few weeks, but their defense has been up to par all season long, giving up 16 points per game. I think Georgia got exposed against Alabama. I think that schedule never really tested them, and I they don't really know what it's like to be in a dogfight. Uh, so I, I hate doing this. This, this hurts my Whoa. soul. I'm taking the seven and a half. Oh. I damn near my money line this thing, but I'll take the seven and a half. 50, duck, 50 bucks on the horse for Ann Arbor. <laughs> you know, you, you actually said the M word. I am taken back. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with Georgia. Georgia's schedule. Sounds like it's good because they're in the SEC, but they are in the SEC East. Now, South Carolina uh, looked like a decent team today, but I mean, just a you know a, an average bowl team. Um, they, Georgia just hasn't played. Yeah, that defense has been great, but they just haven't played very good offenses. I mean, Clemson, not a good offense. UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. Arkansas was clicking at the time, and they, they hammered them, but okay. Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, Missouri, Tennessee, good offense. They gave up 17. Charleston Southern, Georgia Tech, and then they played a good offense in Bama and got blitzed. I think they're they're a paper tiger. They I don't think they're gonna they're not only not gonna cover this game. I'm taking Michigan on the money line to mm. win the game outright for 25. I guess we have a kiss of death on Michigan here. I have never felt worse about taking a plus seven and a half spread in my life. I feel like this is the square sucker play right here, no doubt. Uh, but I'm going to do it. I do think Michigan should keep it close, which I don't know. After the kiss of death and all this, it makes me wonder how big Georgia is going to win the game. But I'm going to put 25 bucks on the Wolverines. Does it count as a kiss of death if two are taking the points and one's taking them to win the game? Now, Mad, oh, Mad, Max, Mad Max would say no, I think, right, Sex Panther? Yeah, Mad Max says no, but I say if we're on the same team, it's a KOD. <laughs> well, what was the last KOD? Uh, the last one was uh, Clemson. 
Oh, I think that was a winner. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. All right, moving on. I'm going to find the best money line for you here in a second. Uh, moving on, we're going Penn State, Arkansas. That's everybody's favorite number. Arkansas minus two and a half. Yeah, Penn State's got to be incredibly disappointed how their season went. Ended up seven and five. Lost to Michigan State. Lost to that team from Ann Arbor. Lost to Ohio State. So they've lost to a bunch of the big boys, but. They're getting credit for wins against Rutgers, Maryland, um, Illinois, you know, Illinois came in and, and stole one from them. Uh, so th- this Penn State team it is a very huge letdown. It makes you wonder how motivated they are to be in this bowl game or you just, you know, to even play this game at all. Arkansas, I don't think you ask anybody what we thought of the Razorbacks preseason. Anybody thought they had done what they did. Eight and four, not only was the eight and four respectable, but they came out of the gates, guns a-blazing, beat some quality SEC teams, beat Mississippi State, beat LSU. Um, I mean, they really came to play. I like what the head coach has got going on there. The, the players want to play for them, uh, and they've got a decent offense and defense. So, I, I got Arkansas here just being more battle-tested and winning the closer games where Penn State was in closer games, but they found a way to lose them all. I like Arkansas here minus the two and a half, so let's put 50 bucks on Woo Pig Suey. Remember back, it doesn't seem that long ago, when New Year's Day actually had good football teams playing. <laughs> what in God's green earth is Penn State doing playing on New Year's Day? They're not even in the top five of the Big Ten. They should not be on this date. They should have been playing a game on December 26th against Marshall or something like that. They don't deserve to be here. Arkansas is by far the better team. I don't get the number, which again probably means Penn State's going to win by two touchdowns, but I'm all over Arkansas on this one. Give me Arkansas minus the two and a half for 25. Uh, I agree with you guys. I'm leaning Arkansas here heavily, but I'm just not taking a, a super public side on a two and a half trap. I'm just not, not going to do it. So I'm leaning Arkansas here. Uh, let's keep an eye on that. Maybe, maybe this is a live bet kind of game here. 
All right, what's next on the list? We got Kentucky and Iowa. Looks like Iowa plus three. You know, with apologies to the Iowa State Cyclones, the mm-hmm. Iowa Hawkeyes are the most overrated team in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. This is every single year. You know, top 10, top 15, Kirk France, this, that, and going to the NFL. Like, what the fuck, man? What have they ever done? Like, ever. You go through, their, like, their last five. They got killed by 40 by Ann Arbor. They beat Nebraska. Who gives a shit? Illinois, yay. Minnesota, Northwestern. Northwestern wouldn't even be mediocre in the MAC. Like, Iowa, 10-3. and three. Are you kidding me? This Kentucky team playing SEC, you know, they went toe-to-toe with some of the big dogs. They've, they've won some big games. They lost, I mean, they lost to Tennessee by three points. I mean, they were in some games here. I just think battle-tested and playing bigger opponents, Kentucky is is the better team here, the more explosive offense. Iowa just, I mean, they're such a boring, boring team. I like Kentucky here. I'll lay the three points. Give me 50 bucks on the Wildcats. Like I said earlier, remember when good football teams played on New Year's Day? <laughs> what? How is this even a game on New Year's Day? Where are the good teams in college football? I, I, do we not have any? This is ridiculous. I don't even know why I'm messing with this game, but for some reason it drew my attention. I don't know why I'm taking the side because I never win a bet playing on or against this school. But for some reason, I don't know if I saw it in a dream or what, I'm taking the points in this one for some goofy reason, and I'm going to sit here and watch that golden black disaster blow me up for $25. But give me <laughs> Iowa plus the field goal in this game. Yeah, it, I can't argue with you, Sex Panther. I like Kentucky here. Minus the three. It's Again, it's a very public, very money-heavy uh, side. I saw him leaning that way. I fear that Zebra actually is on the right side of something for the first time tonight. So this this will be good. For the first time, we have a KOD, and it's the first time he's right. (laughs) I think so. I think so. All right, next up, we got the Buckeyes playing Utes. Yeah, Utes. Uh, Utes are plus four. Did you did you say Utes? What's a Ute? Yeah, that joke never gets old. Um, Yeah, Utah. This is a team that, quite honestly, right now, I don't think anybody should want to play. They, they are scoring. They are playing elite defense. They ran over Oregon twice. Then they beat some of the doormats, Colorado, Arizona, Stanford. But they did it in dominating fashion. Ohio State, this was a team that really never found its identity, which is crazy to say for a team that averaged 550 yards per game and 45 points per game. But that defense had always been a question all season long. Now they come into this game, and this is typical for Ohio State. They breed so many NFL players. You've got guys that are opting out because of the NFL draft, don't want to risk injury, things like that. Um, you know, And do they really want to be there? How motivated are they? Because I think their quest is the playoffs every year, and if they're not in the playoffs, do we really care? Um, they got to be embarrassed from that loss to Ann Arbor. Uh, I know I am. But, uh, you know, look, Utah has been playing. So this is a big game for Utah. I think this is one that they feel like they got to have for recruiting, uh, for Pac-12, you know, they're a valiant era, I don't know, to, to be approved of as the, the alpha, because it's always Oregon, USC for some reason. It's, Utah never gets the love, but for the last several years, they've been right there. 
I think they can actually win this game outright, but I'm going to take the four points. Give me Utah for 50 bucks and those four points. This is a game and a play purely based on motivation and who wants to be there and who doesn't. Ohio State returned over 7,000 tickets for this game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not only do their players don't want to be there, their fans don't want to be there. This is going to look like a Utah home game. Utah's motivated. Utah's playing well. Utah wants to be there. This was their goal at the beginning of the season is to get to the Rose Bowl. Ohio State's wasn't. Ohio State's got the opt-outs. Utah on the money line. I'm taking another Moneyline dog. Give me the Utes to win the Rose Bowl for 25. All right. We've got another kiss of death on Utah. (laughs) I I like Utah. We're still getting four and a half, so I'm going to grab that plus four and a half while we can. Uh, I'm going to put 25 bucks on it right there. I do think Utah is going to keep it close. I don't know if they're going to win. I have a sneaking suspicion that Zebra might be right. Uh, It's going to be a lot of new Mormons born nine months from tomorrow. Or from the first, I should say. All right, Baylor versus Ole Miss next up. Uh, looking like Ole Miss minus one. You know, the names don't say what are these two teams playing, but the records and the way they played, this is what we're supposed to see on a New Year's Day. You know, 11-2 and two, Baylor, nobody saw this coming. You know, new coach, you know, Big 12, they don't really play defense, but Baylor has only given up 19 points per game, playing some pretty damn good defense. Ole Miss coming over from the SEC and the in the Western side. So they, they played that tough schedule and came out of there at 10 and two. So I'm expecting this to be a really, really good game, but Ole Miss, I think there's going to be questions about who plays and who doesn't play. And it's, it's just, I, I don't know what, what to think here of Ole Miss Baylor proving grounds again, right? They, they've got an opportunity to get some recruits in Texas, is put their name out there that hey come play here they could be the alpha in the you know redrawn big 12 here in a, in a couple years when oklahoma and texas leave uh, so i think it's a huge game for baylor it could be a big feather in their cap if they can knock off an sec school so i'm going to take actually i'm going to money line this one the one and a half means nothing to me i'm going to money line the baylor bears let's put 50 bucks on baylor zebra real quick question before you get into the game if you're recruiting at baylor and you need people to come to your school wouldn't you just show them longhorns uh highlight tape <laughs> yeah, that that would be a good start that maybe some texas tech at the same time <laughs> uh yeah why why wouldn't you I mean, you got to stay away from the David Koresh and the, you know, the, that, 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 but the kids today don't even remember that that no, was so long no, ago. No. So got to, got to stay with that. But yeah, you're onto something there. You might want to send that idea down to, to, to the coaching staff. There you go. Who do you like? You know, this is a game I'm actually looking forward to watch. And unfortunately it starts at almost nine o'clock my time on, on Saturday night. And, um, you know, that's getting close to my bedtime. Um, this one I've gone back and forth on. Baylor's strength is obviously their defense, their run defense. Mississippi State or Mississippi's strength is their offense. Uh, got a, got four rushers, I believe, over 500 yards. Matt Corral's going to play. They've got no opt outs. I really like the Baylor coach. Um, that that's the kind of guy that you want leading your program. Uh, I I don't know if he's going to be able to stick around Baylor. I don't know if they're going to be able to afford to pay him over time, but. 
you know, with the with the programs they got going in football and basketball right now, maybe Baylor does have some money. I flip flop went both ways on this thing. Ultimately, I landed on Baylor side. I'm going to take the point and a half, uh, not not a money line, but I'm taking Baylor plus the one and a half for 25. Yeah, I'm leaning Baylor here in this one, although. <sighs> I really, it, it, I just did it because everyone else is on um, Ole Miss. I don't really have a, a strong opinion. This is absolutely a coin flip of a game. Tough to tough to call. So I will lean Baylor in this one. And we are looking at the last game. I thought it was up here. There it is. Last time this season. Sex Panther gets to talk about his Irish. They're minus two and a half against Oklahoma State. You know, you kind of feel for Oklahoma State. They were staring at a college football play play birth, and they just could not get it done against that Baylor defense. Baylor came to play that day. Oklahoma State had opportunities, couldn't cash them in. So now they fall into that category. Some of the other teams that we talked about is what's their motivation? How would they show up to play this game? Notre Dame on the other side, same kind of same deal. You know, they have that loss to Cincinnati that kind of messed up their playoff chances. They, they were incredibly good the last four games. Defense came together. Uh, granted, not the greatest of competition, acknowledged. But look, if you're going to play a bunch of nobodies, you're supposed to kill them. And Notre Dame did do that. Now you've got the big coaching thing. Brian Kelly gone with his southern accent down in Louisiana. And Marcus Freeman, you know, I've never seen a reaction by a fan base or players like there has been for Marcus Freeman being named the head coach. So now you've got all this excitement that it starts with this game. I think it's a must win for Marcus Freeman and these fighting Irish. The one thing I don't like about this game is it really kind of is a meaningless game in the sense of the season for these two teams. But Jack Cohen being the quarterback, like there, there's nothing here. Like I would really like to see one of the young kids get in this game and because they're the future starting next year. But I think Notre Dame is going to be more energized for this game. I think that uh, they'll come out ready and more focused. I'm going to lay the two points, put 50 bucks on my Mighty Irish. Another game that, that – I'm very interested in. I'd, I'd love to watch, but um, I've got a, a, a wedding to attend um, Saturday afternoon. So oh it's a game God. that I'm not going to get to watch. Um, bummer, but it's, it's something that I don't get this line. I, I don't I don't understand it at all. Yes, I know Notre Dame's running back is not playing. Um, but Oklahoma State, like you said, you know, they, they thought they had a shot at the playoffs. I think the motivation um, might not be there, I guess, but the Notre Dame helmet should bring out the motivation. The biggest thing that I think in this game is going to matter is, is Oklahoma State was, was defensive, uh, was defensively strong this year. And their defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles, left to take the same position with Ohio State. And I think that's going to be the difference in the game. The line, I don't get. It scares me. But I don't see any reason why not to take Notre Dame in this game. I mean, they've, they've got uh, the second coming of Jesus in Marcus Freeman, at least that's from everything that I've read, uh, is their head coach now. I'm on Notre Dame for a quarter. I, I, hope, I hope your boys come through. I love the Panther. defeat in your voice, Zebra. I love the it defeat. Hurts. It yeah. pains him like it was me taking the Wolverines. 
<laughs> it is difficult, but I but I think it's I think it's the, the best play of the day that day. So mm. um, I, I'm on it. I'm going to lean Oklahoma State here. If Foghorn Leghorn was still coaching the Irish, I would definitely be betting uh, Oklahoma State. But I worry about that new coach bump. That's what scares me. So I can't quite jump on Oklahoma State. Although if they do get down, I think I might you know definitely be looking live bet on this one. I think the spread will probably overreact. Uh, so a lean for me on Oklahoma State, and uh, the new era begins in Notre Dame. All right, so that's it, Z- Zebra. I know you've been you've been banging that drum. You got to watch out for cooties. Is there any other thoughts you have for? Uh, no, and, and, and the cooties, the coach, the C for cooties coaches, um, all the coaches changes have kind of moved around. Now you got to worry about COVID because we don't know <sighs> who's in, who's out. Who's I think I had stop, three postponed who's, who's games. Gonna quit their game four hours before kickoff. Mm. So, so we're still going with the cooties. You just got to watch out for COVID opt outs, uh, transfers, and injuries. But this has been a rather Dull bowl season, if you ask me, yes. for, from a game standpoint, um, it's been profitable, very profitable. I mean, we've seemed to have hit, uh, you know, probably clicking along at a seventy-five percent clip right now. Uh, but it hadn't been fun to watch. Now, again, give me that Tennessee Purdue game all day and twice on Sunday, and I'd be interested. Hopefully, we get some some good semifinal games tomorrow, and you know dogs cover both of them because that's what we're we all seem to be on but uh hopefully when the quote-unquote good teams start playing we're gonna see a little better football over the next three or four days hopefully sex panther take us home well i think it's been a chaotic season all around and the bowl season has kind of maybe brought it together where we're seeing some teams start to play where we thought they were going to play at the beginning of the season. This has been a really weird year. Now the COVID canceling game, it's its just been so brutal to endure. I hope we get back to some, some sense of normalcy for 2022. But, you know, getting out of here, we're going to put together one last Panther parlay. We're going to take the Washington State Cougars. Kentucky Wildcats and my Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Put those three together. That is your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We'll call you right back. But most importantly, let us know what you've done last week, what you're going to do this weekend when it's all said and done, kids. It's been fun, Arch. It's been fun, Zebra. Let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.